When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Humble and Hungry. I'm your friend, Natalie Poucher. I'm so sorry this episode is up uh, late. I've just been trying to schedule a time to talk with Jackie because, you know, she was in Maui during the fires and she wanted to come on and share her story. And I wanted her to um, obviously share it as well. So it's just been a little bit, uh, it's been a little hectic, but we were able to chat and, um, you know, she's sharing what happened and her perspective from everything. And, um, you know, it's just absolutely devastating what's happened. And in the show notes, I will have a link to, it's like a Google doc. And if you guys can help and in any way you can, if you can, um, you know, you guys can help people directly. I know there's a lot of organizations and foundations, but people that are boots on the ground are just saying, if you can help people directly, that is the most beneficial way to help. I know some people aren't wanting to leave uh, the, their land and their homes that have burned down. Um, so they're asking for tents and blankets. And I know shelters are, are you know, overwhelmed. Uh, just really, really devastating things that are happening out there. I know there's obviously other large organizations. I have one that's on my Instagram. Um, there's a baby to baby, which helps with formula and blankets for babies and diapers and all of that. So a lot of different places just make sure that, that they're legitimate. Um, but again, absolutely devastating. My heart and, and prayers um, go out to the people of Lahaina, the people of Maui, and, um, and there's just, there's really no words. Uh, I just, it's just absolutely awful. But, uh, my sister again is here to talk about her situation that happened while they, while she was there with her family. Um, so let's, let's get into the episode. Okay, please welcome again <laughs> my sister Jackie O'Brien. Hi. I feel bad that I'm like now a regular on the show. Like what <laughs> the f, man? Oh my god, your the past thirty days, two weeks, month, yeah, has been just chaotic. And I know we're sort of in a mood today. Uh, just do you feel like you're just it's your hormones, or do you think it's? I uh, yes, for everyone who's kind of followed the last 30 days. Um, hormonally, I feel like I'm still a freaking mess. I feel like I'm yeah. all over the place. I don't know, like they don't tell you after DNC, like when you're going to get your period again. So I feel like I'm, you're constantly wondering. And now I am so bitchy. I'm irritable. I am so on edge. I am, I can't sleep. Like my anxiety level is like through the roof. And I'm like, at a moment's notice, I feel like I could cry. Like I'm, I don't know. It's just, just like a roller coaster. It is such a freaking roller coaster of so many emotions. Um, 
It's like a bomb I feel of like hormones. I need to, can you take something? I have some stuff that you can take that just to like chill you out. That's not, that's like organic. Yeah. It's called like morphine and Percocet. Or like <laughs> no, it's, it's just like a natural version of that. If you want it. Yes. I mean, please. if it'll help. I will take it. I don't, I don't honestly, it I just, will take, I will take it. Okay. I'll give you some. I'll take it. I just don't like know. A, I, it just chills you out. I need it. I need it. I need it. Um, I'm sorry. Well, I know you don't have a lot of time because you have work. So uh, let's just sort of dive into everything that happened in Maui and sort of give everybody and just like a quick little synopsis yeah. of like, and I, I, you're going there for a week. Yeah. And I honestly, I feel, I feel bad even talking about it. I feel guilty every day I've woken up with like this sense of guilt um, because what I went through, right, like as traumatic or I, as I feel like as traumatic it was for me. Um, on a personal level, it's just like a small portion of what so many other people suffered and are suffering and are going through. And I don't want to take away from them. I'm just, I feel for so many people. And I think maybe the empath in me and like my heart is just breaking. Yeah. And the situation when you see it on TV is a sliver of what is actually, I feel like really going on when, yeah. So when, so we went for a week, we were in Kanapali, which is just 10 minutes North of Lahaina, like the, the first street downtown Lahaina. Yep. And, you know, we get there, we're having a great time. Um, and on Monday, your friends were there, your friends with all the kids were there. Like you guys made it a whole thing. So you guys were, were there for a week, Wednesday to Wednesday. Yeah. Wednesday to Wednesday. And we, Monday, Monday, the wind started. So Monday was like, oh damn, these winds are pretty bad. Yeah. On Tuesday morning, the eighth, we wake up to no power. And that's when things really, really started, right? Was on Tuesday. So we wake up and I was able to text you and Jess basically that we had woken Mm -hmm. up with no power. And that was like at eight or nine Maui time. So it's like noon ish, noon, one o'clock your time. And I think that was like the last, that was the last text I was able to get out. And And then you went radio silent on us until the following day. Yeah. yeah, Probably what, 24 hours I went radio silent. And no power, the whole hotel, right? And again, we didn't know. We got the last update that Tim was following on like a Twitter feed saying basically from Lahaina up to like the Ritz, which is like Mm -hmm. the, the, um, um, like the, like the top North side of where we are. And it's almost like hotel row, like where all those hotels are right there on the, yes. Yes. That's what I want. Napili Bay, like all up in that Mm -hmm. area that the power had gone out. So now you have thousands of people in their hotel rooms. The wind is so bad, right? No one's in the beach. No one's in the pool because there's debris flying. Palm trees are falling, right? The, The leaves are falling. And my gosh. Yeah. So it was like, so we thought, okay, the safest place to be right now is in the hotel. Like there's not much we can do. So, and again, we don't know when power is going to be on. So everyone, we're all being very cautious about, you know, the kids iPads. I mean, mind you, we have two kids to entertain and you know, and, and again, ignorance is bliss, I guess, but we had no idea of what was going on. So, 
um, noonish, one o'clock. Now we start to see the flames and I can see the flames in the background. And I'm like, Tim, there's look, there's a fire. And of, mm-hmm. with winds, the humidity level was low. We thought, okay, maybe it's the brush fire because when you're driving into to Maui and you're going to that side of the island, you immediately notice how dry the hills are. Coming, oh. being in from California, you, we know fire season. We know yeah. that, and you that's, saw we mm-hmm. saw it. We knew that that's always you know. I was like, oh man, that's really dry. But we see the fire. We're now in like the lobby. We're walking around. We're hearing you know the rumors from other people going, oh, it's just a brush fire, or it started for, at the golf course, and just people speculating. Probably again, also rumors, yeah. and it's a rumor mill, and. We go back to the room. We were like, okay, well, at least we have some food because we have our hotel was the Hanuakai, which was very like villa style. So there's the one restaurant, which is Duke's, and that's it. Right. So, and, and then most, everyone has like kitchenettes kitchen, or whatever yeah. within so your hotel. Most yeah. people probably had some kind of food um, for their, you know, for their, in their, for their hotel. So it wasn't like our hotel had room service or things that they could hand out food, like some of the other hotels right. that I'm hearing stories of people lining up for hours, just trying to get a piece of chicken and some rice um, when the power went out on Tuesday and Wednesday and on Thursday. So we, oh my God. yeah. So my concern was, what are we going to eat? Like, what, what yeah. are we doing? What, what did you have in your hotel? Anything? Rice, toast some cereal, um, muffins, like almost like morning stuff, things that we could snack on. Yeah. But when the fire started to get worse, that's when I said, you know what, Tim, I don't know how long we have. And I don't think the power is going to turn back on. And he's like, I agree. I don't, I don't think that with the winds as bad. And if they said that 30 power lines went down, it's going to take them a long, like we won't be here hopefully by the time that they put the power on. And so, because you already had your flights the next day. Right. So for you guys, it was like, we're we're leaving tomorrow. We're leaving tomorrow. And for I, and I had asked the lobby and, or the, the hotel staff, I said, our flight leaves tomorrow. Do we get out now or do we just wait? And they didn't have any information. They didn't know. They didn't know the severity. They had no idea. There was no planning. There was no coordination. There was no Um, No one knew anything. No one knew anything. So she just said, I advise you to stay off the roads. That's all I can say. I would advise you to stay off the roads. So with that, we said, that's probably the safest thing to do because there's only one road south to get through. You have to go through Lahaina to get to the airport. So we agreed. The winds were really bad. The fire was raging. We said right now is not the time to try and do anything. Let's just stay put. Mm -hmm. So... The day continues and now it's like five, six o'clock and the lobby is packed with people. Everyone's talking over each other. Everyone is freaking out. And the hotel staff is just like, everyone come down. We'll give you two glow sticks and two water bottles per room. That's all we can say. And if we get evacuated, if the fires keep moving, you will hear over the, the PA system in the hotel we will alert you and we will tell you to evacuate. Right now, if it gets so bad, you, we cannot go south. And if we cannot go north, you go into the water. Those were the instructions. 
if we have to flee the water. and you're thinking i have my babies how am i supposed to just like oh my god like oh how does that not cause panic that's and i think that's when the the, the anxiety level and the panic of people that's when it started and maybe an hour earlier we had tried to go out just to see and assess the situation like okay let's go across the street there's a grocery store um, that we had heard rumors that the generator was working. We could go across the street and get some food. Well, us and everyone else is at that grocery store. So us and everyone else and their mother is out trying to do the same thing that we were trying to do is just see if we could get something to eat, see what the situation was. Um, and there was just traffic to go to like Napili Bay, like going north. There was just a shit ton of traffic. So... Tim was like, I'm not even going to try this. Let's just go back to the room. We have, we have food there. We'll munch on that. It's not like we're going to starve. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So our, the decision was to be at home or be at the hotel. We'll just wait it out. So he decided, okay, so you guys decided just to go back to the hotel. So the, so the, the, the store's closed. Store's closed. Nothing is obviously People, open. There's like Power's one, out. I think there's one restaurant that somehow stayed open. The line is miles long. So people were probably waiting. Oh, hours. but you did go, but you did, you went, you went to Duke's in the morning. We were, we managed to get some breakfast at the Dukes in the morning, but it was like super limited just because they, it was what they could offer. Um, but shortly after that, they closed and they sent everyone home. Have you guys ever thought of mixing like an aphrodisiac herbs with THC? Well, Via Hemp Co. is one of the leading brands in the hemp and CBD industry and sells an impressive range of award-winning products. Each of their gummies is crafted to provide a specific blend and ratio of cannabinoids, allowing you to personalize your cannabis journey and be on top of your game. So I know for me, I'm obsessed with the high love gummy um, and it basically just invigorates like the blood flow and uplifts like, your romantic experiences. Maybe that's why Riley and I have been uh, having a great month and maybe I'll get pregnant naturally. <laughs> It's basically a pairing of aphrodisiac herbs with like a mild amount of THC, which helps like the high love gummies work their magic. So uh, via hemp's gummies can be purchased in all 50 states and be shipped directly to your door. And you know, all product products are third-party lab tested. They're gluten-free, they're vegan and non-GMO. Um, listen, I mean, if you can have a little fun and this is maybe what we needed in our lives. Maybe we talked about it the, the past what like two or three episodes ago we're talking about maybe females need something to like boost their sex drive and i think we found what it is so head over to viahemp.com and use code humble to receive 15 percent off and get one free sample on any order you must be 21 or older 
Enjoy. Knowing that we were leaving the next day, our decision was, okay, let's just get some rest now. Why, why try and get in the car now when we don't really know what's going on? Let's just leave at like five, six in the morning. We'll go really early and we'll try and make our way like tomorrow. Like the Wednesday plan is to make our way and figure out a way to get to the airport. Right. So we go to sleep and we, which I can't believe you guys even were able to like sleep. No, we slept in our clothes. And, Everything and was you, packed. We had everything ready you sent to go. That, you sent that picture of like the sky was red. Yeah. Like were the kids freaking out or like what? No, everything was that conversation. We just told them because you know there were there was times where they were melting down. Like we had to take their iPads away. We had to like they were hungry and it was like no, I don't want cereal. And it was like guys, we don't like right now. And we were trying to explain to them like right now this is called an emergency. Like we are we have to be careful. We have to listen. We have to be 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 prepared. And so trying to talk to them through the whole like just everything that was going on. Right. So, Oh, and then, and then you guys go, and then you went down to the hotel and you brought your charging pad and all that. So people are freaking out. There's the, the hotel had a generator. And so only like their front desk was, had power. And there was maybe about 50 people trying to charge their, their phones, trying to charge their iPads, trying to charge anything they could. Um, and yeah, we had like one of those big blocks, like whatever that mm-hmm. you charge things on. So we took like de- multiple charging. Yeah, yeah. And it had like multiple outlets and like USB chargers. And so we took that down there and everyone was like, can we please use it? Can we please use it? Can, 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 you know, like, are you going to be here long? And I said, you know what? Just keep it. <laughs> We're yeah. going to bed. All of our, all of our electronics are charged. We're going to bed you know, you guys can hang on to it. And, um, you know, it was just nice that at that point there was a lot of camaraderie and people were like sharing, people were being nice. People like, Oh yeah, I'll take care of it. Like, Oh, don't worry. Even though like, it's so dumb thinking about our, our dumb, dumb, like issues issues. when people were literally trying to flee and like, and that running, literally having, yes. And those are the moments where you feel sick to your stomach. Like those are the moments. What actually was happening. And we had no idea. We had no idea. And then we wake up at four. So at four in the morning on Wednesday, the alarms go off in our hotel and they're saying, you know, this is not a mandatory evacuation, but the fire is moving towards us and and we are recommending evacuation. But when we go down Mm -hmm. there, we're like, where do you want us to evacuate to? And they said, we don't know. Just go just go there. They don't know. There's no shelters. There's no, there's no buses. There's no information. There no, was no, there was no plan. No, yeah. No, they just said fires coming towards us. You need to go. So everyone, so we at 4am, the alarm went off at 422. We were in our car. All our clothes was packed. The kids were changed. We got out so freaking fast. So now we're in the car and Everyone. And you, you said just, only one elevator was working, right? Only one elevator. Yeah, was- one elevator was working, and and we were on the seventh floor with my mother-in-law, who's seventy-five. Okay, I mean, all our luggage. Again, such stupid yeah. things to think about, but in the moment, you're stressed out. You're trying yeah, to get you're your like trying to get out. your shit going. Yeah, yeah, of course. You're, you're just trying to get out. 
And yeah. we make it to the car. We go towards, which is stupid, but that's our only way we know to get to the airport. So we go down towards the fires and right. the police is stopping us and they're saying, nope, no, like these roads are closed. No one can go through here. And we're like, well, what do we do? And he goes, I don't know. Just, he goes, well, can, how can we get to the airport? He goes, there's no way out. The only way out is if you go through the blowhole, which is that back windy road around the right. island. We're like, okay. So, so there's, there's literally no other way through. There is no, there was no other way out. There's no back road. There is no, there's no way out. There's no way out. You can't and, fucking just like put your car on a damn mountain, like some, just no, something. Right. No, no. Pave your own. And at the, and again, at that point at four in the morning. Right. You, you didn't know like the severity yeah, of no like. One, it, no yeah. one's panicking to that level. Um, right. Because again, no access to information. We had no idea what was going on. Had we had our phones, I think that situation would have been 10 times worse. I don't think we right. would have been able to get out. Right. To be honest. I, I, I think that so many people would have panicked. That everyone would, would have been leaving or, or would have been it would have rushing caught, it, out. It, yeah. It, there would have been a mob towards those, those police officers. It would have like until it would have been so or ugly. or that back road could have gotten really like really dangerous like even more like there, there could have been a lot or they would have I don't know or they would have closed it and they would have literally enclosed us and we would have all been stuck in this small little area. Yeah, but how, why do that when if the fires were coming towards you? I mean, I don't know. Um, I don't know. So so we had a quarter tank of gas on that side. There's only one gas station. We went to it. The lights were off. Everything, again, powers out. Cars are already lined up, lined up to get gas. To get gas. Sleeping in their cars there. So we, we had to turn around. We said, okay, let's keep going. And as we're, 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 again, making a decision, do we keep, do we go this back road or do we just stay in our car? Now cars are right. piling up on the side of the road because there's nowhere to go. No, there was, there was no instructions. People are now sleeping in their oh cars. And that's when we're like, oh my gosh, this is really bad. Like, this is really bad. And we made the decision. We we're like, just take the windy road. Let's take it. I said, I'd rather be How many stuck. people were on that road at that point? I mean, there was like a handful. And, and your, and your GPS was working, right? Is that what you said? Yeah. So Cause you didn't have, cause obviously no one had service. No service. But when I looked on, I was just, I was like, maybe, maybe my phone got stuck on a map from earlier or something. Right. And I can at least just zoom in and see what it looks Where? like. And yeah. all of a sudden I see that my dot is working. And I guess Tim said that GPS still works because it works off of a different satellite. Um, so, and it's, I think also for emergency purposes, like you can at least see right. where you are. Um, and so I'm able to kind of guide Tim and say, okay, like, this is where you are. This is how far we've got to go. It was like a two, two hour road trip that we went on. And, and there was a quarter tank, quarter tank. And we are just like, the car is Four silent. So the sun's not even up. The sun's yet. not up. We are coasting. We've got about 10 cars in front of us, five cars behind us. 
So we felt a little bit safer knowing that we were kind of like in a caravan style, uh, you know, following each other. And but it's a one way road. So if you well, say your car no, ran out of gas, it's a two way road. But the lanes narrow down to one one way or one lane, and then they'll open up, and then it goes back to one lane. So got it, got it. At four a.m., luckily there was not a lot of traffic coming towards us because otherwise it would have taken I don't know. Riley was even saying he's like that that road could that road that road could take four hours of traffic. Yeah. So we make it through. We make it through. Now we're on the other side of the island. The first gas station we see, we go to it. It's like that moment of like sigh of relief. But now our phones are blowing up and we're trying to answer. We're trying to let people know we're safe, but we're also trying to make it to the airport because we knew that was the next hurdle. We knew now that after what we had just gone through, the airport's probably going to be a mess. So we were like, let's just get there and then we can settle down and then we can like almost have a moment to breathe. And Mm -hmm. the airport was a mess. It was a zoo, people crying, people panicking, people, you know, crying and telling their story of what they just had to go through. They're trying to make their flight. They're just trying to get out of there. The security line was like three, what what did you say? It was like wrapped around. I mean, I don't know if people know the airport in Maui, but like you have your ticket agent and then like all the way through the, the baggage claim. So you were walking through the entire, you know, their airport and then it was like past the baggage claim. Just a mess. People just so stressed out. Um, and then at that point, now you're realizing how severe it actually is. Yeah, and just how close we had so many close calls of getting out of there. The couple behind us that we, you know, because you're in a line for a long time. So you're talking to all your 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 neighbors in the yeah. security line. Yeah. And there was a family that was down like near Waialea for the day when the fire started and they couldn't get back to their air, to their to their hotel. And they slept in their car overnight on Tuesday night. And they were like, there's no, there's no way you're getting back to your hotel. They left everything. They left with the clothes that they had on their back. They're in line and they're like, we just want to get home. So I can't imagine how many other stranded travelers, right. And how many other people were, were just trying to get out. Just trying to get out. Yeah. And oh, just getting home. And then again, then it's like the the crash, right. Of the nightmare that you just went through and waking up and then just feeling again, like this ugly, sickening feeling that you feel just so helpless. Yeah. You feel helpless. Yeah. I think especially just seeing, I mean, I'm so glad you guys are home safe. I'm glad you guys made those decisions and were able to do that as a team. Cause I can't even imagine also having to make those decisions in split seconds. Like, do we go, do we stay, do we do this? It's like you, you, and you have your babies like that that adds like a whole other element of like we need to like one thing is like if it's just you and your husband or something you know but it's like you got to protect these little humans and I, it's and then again the, the not knowing so it's like it could be worse than what you think or it could be you know not as bad you just don't know and it's like that's fucking terrifying as well um terrifying. thank god you guys got out and yeah, and I think now even knowing what actually happened, it just makes you that much more sick of like, oh my God, we were like there and that was happening. And it, then you're seeing these videos of like people, all these families literally running to the water. Like you actually see them in the water and it just like, oh 
my God. And people that couldn't get yeah. out of their homes and that it happened so fast. People were taking naps. And when they woke up, it was like Gone. they had seconds, seconds, if anything, to, to, to run. run out. No. And then you're disoriented. Yeah. What they were probably having to deal with. Right. Right. In their cars. And, like, and the smoke like, though yeah. too. No, it's yeah. just, it's, it is absolutely devastating. And Beyond. if people can help directly to, if there's a family, a friend of a friend that you know directly, they need help now. Like Venmo them money. They just need money in their bank so that they have the option or the ability if they need to go to another island or if they need to go to the other part of an island, anywhere where they can, you know, find a place to stay and figure things out until like, let's be honest, we are not the best at rapid response and helping people like a cot's not going to yeah, do anything, lot, right? Like there's a lot of boots on the ground right now saying that there's no help right now. And if yeah. anything, a lot of the people don't want to leave their land and their property. And so right. they're saying, please send us tents, send us blankets, send us things that we're, we we want to stay on. I mean, that's, it's obviously a testament to the people there. Um, of Maui and, and especially Lahaina, but they're like, we're not leaving. We're yeah. not leaving our land. We're not leaving our people and we're going to pick this up. And they just, they want, you know, again, the tents, the blankets and, and whatever it is. I, I, and I'm in, a, in the inside the, or in the, in the show notes, I'm going to put a link of everyone's, um, there's like a Perfect. Google doc right now that you guys can go through and just send money or send, you know, whatever it is that they're asking for. It's all laid out. Um, so go check that out, please. Or again, help. There's baby to baby that sends, you know, formula and diapers and all of that for, for kids. Um, there's a lot of different organizations. Just make sure that it's a, a legitimate one. But yes, I mean, it's just, it's, it's just beyond, beyond devastating. It is. And so I, um, yeah, any, any help, um, any help yeah. I know will be appreciated. Yeah. And I know it's a long road to get that back up and line it back up, but you know, again, I think the people it's going to unite everybody and, um, and hopefully it's, you know, I don't know. I, I don't, don't know. I don't, say. I know. I just, I, I pray for everyone. I pray for their, yes, their families. Um, and everyone in the shelters, know, that, yeah, everyone yeah. that, yeah. So, um, <sighs> I know it's just so heavy and I, I know you have to go back to work. Um, but thank you for coming on. Thank you for sharing again. I'm just happy that you're home selfishly. Um, thank you because I, love I you. just, yeah, it was, um, scary, scary times, but again, we're going to help as much as we can. And, um, I love you. I love you too. Thank you for being here. I love um, you. And well, you can come on next time and we'll have just, you know, another recap, a happier uh, yes, chat. Yes. Yeah. Maybe with a Something glass of more wine positive. and we can yes. just girl talk, please. <sighs> yes. We'll do a little after dark. Ooh, that sounds fun. All right. I love you. I love you too. Bye. Bye. Thank you all so much for tuning in. Um, I, I'm sorry that these past two weeks have been so heavy. I apologize. Uh, but hopefully by next week we can dive into better, happier, more eventful, uh, you know, conversations 
which is obviously a very privileged thing to say. Um, I don't know. There's no real great segue to that. Um, but I will say that I am, side note, starting um, the IUI process this week. So I should be starting my period today. And, uh, but I haven't. But I guess, I mean, I, I'm sure I'll start with it any day now. And then once that starts, then there's the 14 day process. Um, so I'll keep you guys posted. Yeah, this it's finally happening. Um, and I'm excited about it. It's, it's time. And, um, you know, I think, uh, I've gotten everyone's blessing on this and we're, we're ready for it. So fingers crossed that, um, that this whole procedure takes. So, um, anyways, Thank you guys. Sorry, what a random, weird episode. But again, we'll be back next week. Fresh start. Um, and have a blessed, safe week. Bye, guys. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.